0: Personal matters, change is my stock and trade. If the job's too tough for you to handle, you got a job for me, George Valentine. Right, pull the say. Once again, Mr. Lover, time for another Let George Do It adventure. This particular yarn puts murder on a very high plane. It's called, Is Everybody Happy? That chiefly concerns a rich old codger named Lorenzo, who had a fetish for constantly quoting Mr. Ted Lewis's hallmark, namely, Is everybody happy? Now, of course, you know that nobody was. What well, quiet this condition existed is not for me to tell, but for you to find out. Is everybody frustrated? Madame <laughs> <laughs> well, How's that, Professor? <laughs> Where I come from, we say, come and get it. Different, huh? <laughs> That's very good, Lorenzo. So, I'm learning. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, huh? How would that go in your pipe, Dr. Murphy? Hey, hey, what's that? Uh, no, 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 thank you. Uh, no soup for me. <laughs> Listen to that. He'll upstairs with his tattoo. Me, by ignorant I could only invent a rose bush. Make a million bucks and smoke cigars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lorenzo. What well, was it? Well, was a doctor of sight. His mind, there was nothing like More absent than present. Now, garbage, you answered, Be quiet. Uh, quiet? I, I, I think you said something. Never else. mind. Oh. Is everybody happy? Now, is everybody happy? Well... Uh, that's the way you feel. I go back to my garden. No, uh, uh, no, no. Of course we are, Lorenzo. You just asked it so many times. That's all. I know, I know. Excuse me, but there never was a place like this, was there? There never was. Oh, I'm Not only kidding, Lorenzo. It's the house of Lorenzo the Great. No, 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 Per no. I only want you all to be happy. Besides, aren't we going to wait for that brother-in-law of yours? Yes. It's uh, no, no, he is unimportant. He is not scholars like you are. Fred is nothing. You don't wait for Fred. Forget him. Huh? Whatever you say. So? There you are, Lorenzo. Everybody's happy, eh? Huh? Hmm? Let's see. No, no. Oh, wait. Amy. Uh, what? <laughs> I should have noticed. I rang for dinner before she finished reading her letter. <laughs> Now, what kind of a letter do you suppose a professor of romance like? Oh, no, as as no, that? it's nothing like that. Well, she rushes I mean,
1: I mean, it's not one I was writing No, Oh, about.
0: she writes to someone, gets better and better, into every life, a little. Oh, please, please, all of you. it's no one you
1: know, I mean, just a man named George Valentine. Now, please. Everybody's happy. Let's eat. THE END
0: you can't see much. It's certainly a beautiful place,
1: isn't it? The house of Lorenzo. It's going to be one of the most unusual places in the world. I think Lorenzo must be one of the greatest men who ever lived. Well, he made one of the greatest files of money. Oh, Mrs. Valentine. I don't mean on account of that. But it is on account of that, isn't it? There are three of us here so far. Dr. Merkel, he's a research psychologist. Lorenzo's going to build him a laboratory later on. Then there's Mr. Hanson, who's a poet, a good one. And he used to have to work in an accounting office to earn a living. So you can imagine how much poetry he got written.
0: Mm-hmm. How about yourself?
1: Well, I taught romance languages. But translation is always what I wanted to do. I'm working on Francois de Now everybody gets a chance to do what they want. Well, not quite everybody, Miss Brooks. Lorenzo is being very frugy about his gifts, But I guess eventually there'll be 30 or 40 here. Mm-hmm.
0: Sort of a one man Guggenheim Foundation,
1: huh? Anyway, Lorenzo says that he always had to work so hard that, except for his roses, he never had a chance to do anything he wanted. See, so now he's getting all of you a chance.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: he's a little eccentric, maybe. Is everybody happy, he always says. I know people laugh about that clothing stole from Ted Lewis. But then, why
0: do you want me here? Suppose Lorenzo would permanently endow me with a fresh mystery gaze every week? He might. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to be funny. What is it you're afraid of?
1: Fred? Who? Fred Jeffrey. He's one of those horn rimmed sort of men. He's a lawyer and Lorenzo's brother in law. Uh-huh. Go on. Well, he's been here a week now. From back east where the company is. He, he thinks Lorenzo is crazy.
0: Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I'm beginning to get it. Always a reality, huh? And you're afraid he'll persuade Santa Claus to go back to the North Pole. Well, Lorenzo
1: has a great deal of money. How he chooses to use it is,
0: well, I mean, it it could cause unhappiness as well as happiness. Oh, now, please, don't stack the cards for me on who's right and who's wrong. I'm right, Mrs. Valentine. I'll prove it to you. Crazy, he said. Crazy. Yes, that's just what he said, Dr. Merkel. You see, this friend Jeffries came here, uh, oh, maybe a week ago. The same day Nolan left. Who left? Dr. Nolan, a loafer, no good, electronic man of some sort, but a popular. i really not so much of an authority. Remember, I told you how careful Lorenzo is in picking his people to stay. Oh, look, both of you, yes, please. Yes, we were the lucky ones. We stay. When well, you stay, unless Fred interferes and blows the whole idea up, right? Persuades Lorenzo not to sink his whole fortune into this place? I am a skeptic, too, Mr. Valentine. You have thought we are prejudiced. That we would persuade Lorenzo to endow us with his money, eh? Yes? Of course we do. But we don't persuade and talk of court orders. Ah, uh, that's what do you mean. I was trying to tell you. When Nolan left, an M.D. moved in. Fred brought him. His job was to see if Lorenzo couldn't be committed to an asylum. Well, it'd be one way to keep him from giving his money away, wouldn't it? Obviously, he found Lorenzo was no more irresponsible than and he And besides, uh, you scared the doctor away, I suppose. Eh? Yes? But well, you have quite an imposing list of degrees. Oh. <laughs> yes, I did introduce myself. The doctor left. I think he agreed with me that Lorenzo would never be judged insane. He persuaded Fred not to bother calling any experts. Well, kind of a nasty way to try and stop Lorenzo's little project. Why but why don't
1: you believe me, Mr. Valentine? This. Fred wouldn't stop at anything.
0: But what does Lorenzo have to say about it? He's not the kind of man to talk about such things.
1: And we are, and that makes us nasty and suspicious, I suppose. Oh, Professor Reed! But I don't care. Sometimes a woman can tell things that a man has no, 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 no idea. No, 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 no. Now, Emmy,
0: we're dealing with a man, so we'll stick to the facts. Uh, here, uh, sorry, my place is such a mess little too much equipment for such a small room. But just here in the desk, I have a letter from that doctor I spoke of. Yeah. Just in case you doubt what I said. Oh, no, I don't doubt it. I just don't see what it amounts to. Yeah. Put down the lamp there, Amy. Of course. Hey. Huh? What happened? Lights, lights, that's all. Blue fumes. I've known there was too much drain on the power. Now just stand still, everyone. I don't Yeah. It wasn't all that happened.
1: It sounded like a spell. Oh, the lights.
0: Hurry, listen. Give it, will you? That was a shadow. outside. Come on. It sounded to me like it was
1: Mr. Epson.
0: Nobody there, Angel. who is
1: Lorenzo! Oh, no. No, he's not in the Rose
0: Arbor. That's where he always sits. He hasn't come out yet, I guess. Roses, if you think a man could be hiding. Not in him. roses, Angel, not in those thorns. Besides, I just looked down those stairs. Oh, maybe we were wrong. There's certainly nobody out here now. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Merkel. <laughs> I fixed the light. Lorenzo was mad because he spilled his cigar ashes into oh. his brandy. He's all right, of course. But well, oh. he didn't hear anything. Everybody is happy.
1: You know, Fred has been doing his shooting. Almost every day he goes out into the woods and... What's the matter,
0: Mr. Valentine? Do you think our imaginations are running away with us, too? Uh, Professor, let me make a couple of phone calls, will you? And then let me meet this ogre, Fred. inquiries about me well I don't blame you if you've been talking to the inmates of this squirrel cage for retired nuns no, not... now just take it easy mr. Jeffries I only wanted to get it straight who you were vice president lawyer nurse me to an old ghost that's what I am Yeah, yeah I know and in between you do uh, some shooting yeah no that? hmm this gun been fired in the last few hours I work off steam shooting at squirrels, Mr. Valentine. But scarcely at night. Okay. Okay. But I know what you mean. I heard that myself. Backfire, I guess. At least I run out back and then around front and didn't see anybody. All right. All right, Skipper. No, I I don't think I will. You know I tried to railroad Lorenzo into a booby hatch. That's what you really checked on? Sure. Why not? And I find you did. But it didn't work. Correct. Mr. Valentine, I'm a practical man. To me, it's beside the point whether this throw-your-money-away oh, son of Lorenzo's is good or bad. I have to fight it to protect the estate's interest. I'll try anything, but I'm not given to hysteria. Would you mind clearing that out? sit down. Sit down, please. Lorenzo endows these people for life. Hasn't their interest in it occurred to you? Hasn't it? Uh, that was a shot. Out back. I'm sure for. Come on. Close, Arbor. Take me. Stop in the
1: of? Oh, I was there with him. I couldn't see who it was. I couldn't see anything. There's somebody in the Amy, dark. Amy, stop that.
0: Get hold of yourself. The angel. Yeah. He's dead. Shot to death. big caliber, I guess.
1: There was a gun flash, but I don't know where it was. Lorenzo was just about to sit down in that big marble stair. I was walking behind him. Because I couldn't see anybody. Or... Oh, I couldn't see anything. Whoever it was got away oh, before think I... think
0: will you, Amy. Try to remember, but please. it
1: startled me so that I, I couldn't notice anything. But
0: somebody must have been standing over here by the entrance to the arbor someplace. Yes. The way Lorenzo's allowed these precious roses of his to grow over, why, well, yes, a man could run down any one of these. Get types away from there! Get away!
1: What? Well, there might be footprints, mightn't there?
0: Well, I. I don't see any.
1: Have you searched him, Mr. Valentine? Search
0: him quickly before he can get rid of the gun. Professor. He's been causing trouble for Lorenzo ever since he got him. Oh, Amy, stop it. I think you'd better know now that at the time of Lorenzo's death, Fred was with me.
1: What? No. No, i got not leave. Now, get a
0: hold of yourself, please. I've got work to do. I'll take her inside. Yeah, and that's me. a good idea, sir. <laughs> Lorenzo was such a
1: wonderful man. Do I call a police sir? No,
0: no, I'll be inside and do it myself. <laughs> Amy doesn't like you much, does she? No. Well, okay, I want to ask you a question, friend. Mm-hmm. About Lorenzo's endowing these people for life, what people did you mean? Amy, the female professor, Dr. Murko, Mr. Hanson. But there would have been others as time went on. a good, many others. But if you've been able to make him change his mind, then what? Well, it's his money. Lorenzo could have changed their trust setup, taken it away from them again, and... Oh. But now he can't. That's what you're driving at. Uh-huh. Now you're not a menace anymore, at least to these three. Yes. With Lorenzo Dem. Their interest has been protected. Yeah, yeah. We have three very fine suspects for murder. <laughs> A man nobody likes, he was Lorenzo the Foolish. But if your name is George Valentine, he's just Lorenzo the Death. And there are three very fine suspects for his murder. Yeah, that's right, Sheriff, and step on it, will you please? Hmm? Yes, yeah, thanks. Yeah, There's a good police around here, I believe. Oh, you've done business with them before, Mr. Yeah, Hanson. huh? ridiculous. <laughs> You still don't believe that I didn't hear that shot. I don't know. But I was in my room there. You can't hear anything from that distance. You were alone? Well, of course. A person doesn't write poetry in tandem, you know. Oh, never mind the sarcasm. I, I can't help it, Mr. Valentine. I'm really sorry that he said. Is everybody happy? You know, to Lorenzo, that was more than Ted Lewis's famous phrase. He actually believed we were happy. Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, people like us all want to do something the opportunity to do it he gave us the opportunity and as i understand now you all have it for life Hmm. that's the ironic part i've been here three months now and it's no good you know it doesn't work out look you don't make sense in the routine over and over every evening just the same merkel out puttering around me in my room amy in hers lorenzo in his big marble chair where he could admire his roses ah this it's called being happy. Mr. Valentine, all I mean is that Lorenzo was a well-intentioned old fool. I was happier when I worked as an accountant and only had a very little time to write my poetry. Okay, okay. It's a good sales talk, anyway. Mr. Truth, where does this hall leave? This one's out of the house, Oh, well, Mr. Hanson, if you're not even interested in Lorenzo's money, then I ought to be looking for his murderer someplace else. That's supposed to be your friend of sarcasm? Mm-hmm. hold it. Well, there's no one in there. It was Dr. Nolan's suite when he was, was here. here. <coughs> Valentine. Nobody in there, there huh? You're talking me, Valentine. I... Fred, the villain of the piece. Oh, shut up. As a matter of fact, Nolan hated Lorenzo, you know. Well, there's nothing that says someone from the outside couldn't be the person you're looking for. No, there isn't, sir. But Fred, what were you doing there? Looking for Merkel, Valentine. I, I can't find him. Merkel?
1: Well, he's always deep in his
0: work at this time of night. He's right here. He's not in there. I already looked I'll try the other side of the house, Valentine. Yeah, but wait a minute. Hey, listen, the uh, door closes downstairs. I'll see you later. George. George. Oh, how about you, Brooks? Yes.
1: Oh, just I, right now. I saw light and I thought it was you. Light? Okay. What light? Well, I don't know now. He's out by the roads are. Up by Come on. It was in the morning on the road. I could see his shadow running around the other way, out toward the front. What? what? On the right. arbor in here? That's
0: where the light was. Matthew. that's the Take it out now. have yours? The rim's a spotty, isn't it? George, look.
1: Somebody's been trampling around over there. for the road just Yeah. Look
0: closer, Angel. Right on the table here by Lorenzo's chair. A pocket flashlight. A oh, mirror. Pieces of wire. Copper wire.
1: Why wouldn't you take this
0: thing with him? real tricky mirror, too. See? See here. Steel frame to hold it in place. Only what place? L-M. Hmm? It's pocket flashlight in this Leon Merkel. Yes. He was the one I thought. Sure, sure. This makes uh, sense all uh, right. Uh, Careful. I almost fell over him myself. Dr. Michael, oh no. Blood on his head. Here, help me. He's dead. No? No, he's breathing, George. I... What? Just there. That brick there. Somebody hit him with that brick. See the blood on him. Let's lift him. Get him back in the house. Uh-huh. Oh, no, don't touch him. Booksy, stay here with him. Valentine, honey, you crazy? Whoever did this is right around us somewhere, right here on the door. Leave should be all right. The sheriff's car will come up that driveway in about one second. That's, uh, turning a now, What's the murderer? Back to the roads there, Fred, step on it. I'll get the murderer, All right. Police a flashlights or lanterns. Never mind them. Their first job is taking care of Merkel. Getting him in a hospital so he lives. Yes, yes, it's good. Holy storms. What are you looking for? Well, the murderer will be pretty disappointed if Merkel dies. Or if he lives, they should say one big blow and figure he was dead. Yes, but what was Merkel doing out here by himself? Yeah, and I'll be pretty disappointed if he doesn't live. There's a real mild understatement, Fred. Don't you get it? He was running for help. What? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Here's where the mirror was. It fit, see? Just about in line with Lorenzo, where he was shot, stepping in front of his marble chair there. Look, I asked you about Merkel, not Lorenzo. Merkel had a lot of the facts, and he had to play detective. He was out here doing the same thing I am. Only the the facts facts aren't here anymore. What facts for heaven? Brother, listen. This was police out in front, wasn't he? No. It was right close by. Now you listen, Fred. Merkel noticed the same thing I did, that first shot. What? Sure, that's what I'm looking for. On the chair here, there ought to be. Here we are. It's a splendid place. You mean that first shot was fired here in the same place? Alice, that way. The bullets that are still in Lorenzo couldn't have done that. And over here, there ought to be. huh. Here's something. What is it? Mr. Valentine. Mr. Valentine. Amy. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Mr. Snuff is taking
1: care of Dr. Murphy.
0: Yes, I know. What's that you're holding? Well, I'm not sure, Amy. A uh, piece of black glass, a uh, filter, maybe, you know, or is it red? What? Huh? Yeah, sure. It'd have to be an infrared light, or you'd have seen it, wouldn't you?
1: Mr. Valentine, what on earth? I didn't
0: see anything.
1: I told you I but didn't. But there's another
0: possibility that there wasn't anything to see.
1: But,
0: but the man who fired the hey, gun. Hey, Amy, when the gun fired that first time, it happened when you switched on the lights, didn't it? Mr. Valentine. Take it easy, both of you, will you? will make sense. Professor, that guy who used to be here, that uh, Dr. Nolan, who didn't make the grade and got sore at Lorenzo, he was an electronics man, wasn't he? Well, did he have any equipment? Is there any of it still around? Equipment? Yeah, like maybe a photoelectric cell. What? You heard me. A photoelectric cell can be used to do anything, from opening your garage door to setting off a burglar alarm. So why couldn't it be used to fire a gun? Mr.
1: Valentine, I just don't understand. I do.
0: Dr. Nolan. Yeah, at least that would explain the mirror and copper wire and the black glass. And it would explain what else Merkel figured out. But a short circuit, when you switched the light, would have fired the first shot by accident. Anything that interferes with the beam of the cell, its current in other words, could very easily fire a gun, magnet releasing the trigger, for instance.
1: No, no, I don't follow you at all. And then
0: the second time, after a reload, I guess, the gun fired when Lorenzo stepped in front of the beam. When he sat down in the same place he came to every night. Oh!
1: But, but if you can't find the gun or that's filthy... I know where to find
0: it, don't worry. There's only one earthly reason for killing a person with a mechanical contraction. And that's to set up a perfect alibi. Well, don't look so blank, Fred. Sure, I know how upsetting it's all been. Merkel's still alive, so he can talk. But it's a little ironic, too, isn't it? Set up a perfect alibi, Fred. And then get hung by the fact you're the only person with an alibi. (laughs) Let's go upstairs and take a look at Dr. Nolan's room, shall we? You want to bet that's where we'll find the equipment? with your fingerprints on it?
1: Well, Fred?
0: Well, I see you've only got a couple of seconds. So make up your mind. <laughs> Listen. But the sheriff is still with Dr. Merkel now. You and the okay. sheriff may be upstairs, will you? Oh, Fred, how about it? You coming? It would have been so different if you hadn't been here. Oh, sure, I know. Things kind of got away from you, didn't they? Mr. Valentine, look out! I suppose you might find the photoelectric cell upstairs, but I doubt if you'd find the gun. Oh, yeah. Didn't get rid of it yet, huh? <sighs> no. So things kind of get away from you, too, don't they? That's still pussy. Hey, you! What's that?
1: That's what it. Is. I suppose Mrs. Jester was already so desperate after trying to get rid of Dr. Darker. Sure, him. sure,
0: but a bullet in the leg just makes him talk that much faster.
1: You know, I thought that since Lorenzo's money was already in your name, Professor, and Dr. Hansen. It... There was only
0: three, Angel. If Lorenzo had enough money to figure on endowing 40 or 50, then there was plenty left for Fred to try to hang on to by killing him.
1: But now what will happen? I don't know.
0: But after this, I have a hunch the court will let his endowment plan go right on through. He'll still be remembered as Lorenzo the Great, all right. Is everybody happy? It's a wonderful thing to try for, isn't it? Sure.
1: No matter what kind of answers you get. Well, if you keep asking the question, Uh Uh i Oh, don't
0: be so serious, Angel. All it leads to is a song called When My Baby Smiles at Me. Is Everybody Happy? Another Let George Do It Adventure. Robert Bailey will start as George Valentine, with Virginia Gregg as Brooksy. David Victor and Jackson Gillis wrote the story, with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Now, this is yours truly, inviting you to another visit with Valentine, when you will again hear what happens when you Let George Do It.